0: Welcome to Activations with JJ, Ascension School, Part 2. Hello my friends, I am so thrilled to have you with me again for another episode of my Ascension School series. This has been a fun one so far. As you know, this is just the second episode, but I've really enjoyed studying and reading up for you so that we can talk about these really fun subjects that We don't often get to talk about in just a casual way with people on the street. This is definitely a very specialized subject. Anything related to interdimensionals, body upgrades, ascension is what we talk about here. And again, our theme for December, just my monthly theme, if you had a chance to listen to my December energy update, I am now doing weekly, but also monthly energy updates. If you had a chance to listen to that, you know that our theme for December is DNA activations and upgrades. And so I have decided to rely upon a book called Earth Changes and Beyond by Sal Rochelle. He channels some messages from some interdimensional beings that are higher density called the Founders. And it has a lot of great information about DNA upgrades and just how our bodies and our energetic bodies and our souls are made. So I'm really excited to move forward with that. Before I do, I want to remind you that in the vein of DNA upgrades, I'm doing a special event this month over two days. So I'm actually starting on the 11th of December, which is the 12th for some of you. So my goal is to have it fall on 1212 for you. We're taking advantage of that special number and the fact that we have 24 strands of DNA to do some different events. Some of them are already full but there are still some openings left. I actually filled up all of my one-on-one sessions, but I opened more times up. So if you've tried to get onto schedule and there wasn't anything left, check again. I've opened up some new times. The one-on-one sessions are basically a personalized session to find out your cosmic DNA. So basically which star seed races you come from, as well as a light language activation that I will record for you And send to you. So I will do it live for you there, record it, make a loop of it, and you'll be able to listen to it over and over again. So it's an incredible opportunity you can take advantage of. I do have a limited amount of spaces. I can't keep opening up times, but there are some left. Hop on to the link that's here in the description of this video or in the description of this podcast, and you can sign up for those. There are also two special gatherings I will be doing on that day. I believe that the, the Arcturian circle of 12 is almost full. So hop on quickly and check that out. But all, there is a Pleiadian DNA activation that I think still has some spots left. So again, look at the links here in this description of the video, or you can always go to my website, activationswithjj.com and click on the 1212 events button. All right, so moving straight into Sal Rochelle and what he has to say, just to recap what we did at the last episode, We talked about how we have 24 strands of DNA and the amount of uh, strands that is activated at any moment in time is connected to our density of our existence. We start out as 12 and then we have devolved to experience lower densities. We also talked about how there's not really a, a need for us to hop really quickly to a higher density if it's not necessary because we chose to experience the lower densities for a reason and sometimes People will try to skip lessons or skip densities just in a desire to go fast and get back to the 12th. That being said, however, there are definitely exceptions to the rule. There are some of us who have embodied on this planet who have a different role. It's not just simply here for our personal experience. We are doing work on the behalf of the collective. So I wanna talk for a second about what the book has to say about that. Basically what it says is, that we obviously have the ability because we are creator gods. We are uh, magnificent creators created in the likeness of the supreme creator and we're capable of doing everything in the universe, is what the book says. However, if it is our divine will to experience the intricacies of creation and to skip soul lessons in an impatient desire to get to level 12 will not serve you. They were pretty blunt with that one. However, there are certain natural progressions in the lower densities that happen in a linear manner, but they do mention there are some exceptions. While the ascension process often happens in a linear manner, it can happen in sudden jumps, which are quantum shifts. The best way for you to understand that, and also the analogy that they give, is when sometimes a vibration goes along at a certain level and then suddenly shifts to a higher level with no time lapse. Now in evolution, scientists call that mutations. The book goes on to say, there is no randomness in the universe, but there is a very obscure sequence in many events, one that you would not normally recognize at your level of vibration. The quantum jumps have a divine perfection and divine timing to them. Even when they appear contrary to existing laws and principles. It goes on to say, quantum shifts are analogous to the behavior of orbital electrons in an atom. You will find that the energetic state of a particular element is stable within a certain domain or spectrum. And when that state exceeds a certain level of vibration, the electron will jump into another orbit, changing the atomic structure of the substance. And so then they talk about how they don't have time to go into nuclear physics, which is they obviously know it, but I just want to kind of stop right there because I feel like it'd be important for me to channel a little bit about what that actually means for you. I do have a very strong feeling that many of you have experienced quantum jumps, especially lately. Let me tell you my thoughts on all of that. As you know, there are a lot of coronal mass injections happening with the sun and magnetic storms occurring. A theme that has come up for me lately, in sessions even, has been this magnetic force. Now, I am not a physicist by any stretch of the imagination. However, it did take basic physics when I was in college. And I kind of understand, you know, I understand polarity. What I have been told by my guides and my higher self is that a lot of this that's occurring is related to the shifting of polarities. They're actually like reversing or messing with the polarities on the planet in order to help these quantum shifts occur. So again, if you feel like, okay, you may be going on the linear path or no, you're going on the quantum shift path, you probably already know that. Many of you who are listening have done those jumps. Because we're way showers. And as you know, with evolution, it's the ones who, who mutate, I guess you could say that's what they refer to in the book, that really get that race evolved quickly. So many people, at least even me, I've I've wondered at times, how in the world are we going to get to kind of the place where I believe a five D planet would be socially and governmentally and and just the whole systems of the world and you can actually listen to my economics and prosperity on the new earth to hear some of my opinions about the economics but how are we going to get there if we are where we are now like it's it's not pretty out there sometimes if you listen to the news but I try not to a ton and so I just realized when I read this section of the book about the quantum shifts we don't have to follow the laws and the rules all the time there are sometimes divine timing that occurs which again i believe is related to all of these electromagnetic storms there's something about the electromagnetic storms and the quantum shifts and jumps that is related i believe that those storms even though they can be very jolting to us many of you i know are going through extreme highs extreme lows crazy physical symptoms all the things I I get it. I hear from you all the time. But I want you to know if you can focus on the fact that these are those quantum shifts. Focus on the fact that you are a way shower, to be completely honest with you. You are a way shower, which means you're going through this first, and it's a little bit rougher for us who are doing this first. So this is why I've kind of created um, those readings of your cosmic DNA and that DNA activation because I feel like not all of us are on the same path of linear uh, activation of DNA, and that I can bring through some light codes for you with your higher selfs, you know help to help you activate to the point where you can work with the energies which are coming in on the planet instead of kind of feel like you're, there's resistance there. Anytime you feel like there's resistance, and I've gone through this with people who are doing my multidimensional soul integration sessions, is that your physical body is always kind of the last to really jump on board to any upgrades. So I want you to remember that. Even as we're discussing the subject of quantum shifts, your soul, your energetic body, is usually going to be able to go through those pretty quickly. It's your physical body that you need to sort of talk to. This is what I actually have people do. I talk to their body when I'm doing a session with them. I will literally send energy to their body. So I will set the intention that the the information at any moment in time or the light language at any moment in time is specifically for the cells of their physical body and the little tiny intelligences that are in their physical body. Those are sentient beings. The cells are sentient beings that have their own free will. So your super intelligence is kind of going to talk to those cells and say, hey, this is what's going on, let's work together, I'm gonna send you love, this is all done in love, this is for our greatest and highest good. When they they become aware of that and they're on board, I sense from the body that there's much less resistance. So again, this is maybe a practice that you can start on your own and i believe i've talked to it and pre- talked about it in previous episodes so this isn't necessarily something i'm sharing with you that's new but something that's really really fascinating is to just make sure that you give extra care and concern for your physical body paying attention to what you eat and drink even what you go you know where you go outside what you do all of those things are extremely important as we're doing these energetic upgrades all right so that's kind of portion one of this particular episode, I'm going to move on to a different subject also related to DNA. And the section of the book that I'm referring to is called cloning and holographic projection. So you might wonder what that has to do with DNA. But as you know, um, we we know what cloning is obviously on our earth, but he explains that holographic projection is a technology that figures into the human DNA equation as well as cloning. So what is holographic projection? Well, according to the founders in Sal Rochelle's book, holographic projection involves a soul extending a part of its energy and essence to a remote location and creating a form or image of the soul's essence through a portal or access point for the purposes of acquiring information or communicating with other souls at a distance it's kind of like a cross between remote viewing and teleportation. So they, they go on to say that in holographic projection, a portion of the soul essence and DNA configuration is projected to the desired location and there is an energetic imprint at the location of the projection. So they, the way that cloning is related to this is, cloning is a similar technology in that a physical body can be replicated and a certain percentage of the soul essence transmitted into the cloned body. So it is erroneous to say that a clone of a human would not have a soul. Some degree of soul energy is necessary in order to have a life form. It might be a highly fragmented soul, but it is soul energy nonetheless. And then it says you will note that there are subtle differences in the DNA of a clone, even though the basic configuration is identical to the original soul. So, with regards to the fact that there are creatures in God's universe without souls, they actually talk about that as well. It says some organisms have a very rudimentary form of intelligence, but a divine spark exists within all living things, and even within um, like inanimate objects like rocks. Although that sort of that spark isn't necessarily one you would recognize. Some of you who have listened to or read Dolores Cannon know that she talks about that because she has done past life regressions with people where they are. Literally a rock, or just something inanimate. So that's kind of fascinating. That means that their soul fragmented down to a point. This is how it all ties into this multidimensional soul integration that I'm doing because I think I've I've mentioned this before for those of you who listen p- to me a lot, and that is that your soul will fragment to experience lower density, and I believe that Dolores Cannon was the way shower for how to connect with our soul fragments through past life regression and QHHT but that for this new earth the next step in that which I'm definitely not the first person to declare this but I um, I am obviously really emphasizing it is to do the soul integration so basically the evolution back to or the integration back of those fragments the reintegration of those fragments and so if you feel like I I do I, in my multidimensional soul integration, I feel like there have been times where people are integrating lower sort of lower density parts of themselves back. It's super fascinating. And again, if you have any questions about the soul integration process, feel feel free to reach out. It's really amazing. So anyhow, just moving back to the subject of the cloning and the holographic, they don't say much more Um, other than the fact that the clone of a human not only has some of the essence of the original soul, but it can also be occupied by the essence of other souls that existed prior to the cloning. A soul may not have incarnated into the cloned body, but the migration of soul essence from one body to another is a relatively common occurrence. We touched on this topic during our dissertation on soul fragmentation, which is, again, what I was talking about. There are some differences here that I want you to understand and that is that it gets a little complicated (laughs) and I don't want to go into too many details, but there are certain uh, if you hear of walk-ins, if you've ever heard of a walk-in, I do believe that some walk-ins are walk-ins from like your higher self. They're part of your soul originally and they can be integrated that's what soul integration is. It's kind of like a walk-in. But there are other walk-ins where you have a contract with a soul where in uh, instead of doing the holographic projection like they talked about earlier, they're basically coming to obtain information through you. Some energies cannot come onto this planet unless they come through a physical body and use our physical instrument, our physical body, to observe. And sometimes we allow energies that are obviously not going to do any harm to us to come through and obtain information or experience. I am not the first person to talk about this. Again, Dolores Cannon also discusses this. She talks about this all the time. If you read any of her works, she'll talk about how um, definitely that there's walk-ins. She explains what walk-ins are, and she'll explain how certain people have a contract with a being to allow that being to come into their body and sort of experience earth or maybe sometimes they're like measuring certain things about the planet and then they take that information back there's all kinds of kind of complex situations that relate to this but again that's why we're in ascension school because we kind of get to get get into the weeds a little bit and sort of go down rabbit holes so thank you so much for joining me for this particular episode if, if you have any questions about soul integration, my multi-dimensional soul integration process, again, there is a link below in the description of this episode and I would love to connect with you over that. If anything I said resonated with you, because sometimes I feel like I bring things in and I'm like, I know there's somebody out there listening that they had questions about this and they need to hear this. So leave me a little comment if you're listening on the video. I would love to know if something I said resonated with you or if you have further learning or experience about it. We're all here to share. Thank you again. And as always, the divinity within me honors the divinity within you. Namaste.